to Bid Nerds, everyone. Good morning or whatever time of day you happen to be watching <laughs> this show. We don't do it live anymore. My name is John Polnick. We are recording this show from the Container Park in downtown Las Vegas, along with my partner, Michael Deeb in San Francisco. How are you, Michael Deeb? Woohoo! JP, it's a Porsche today. I'm very, very happy. I think I should buy this car. Could you imagine today's car with my Magnus Walker wheels, my 1552s on this thing? Yeah, Ooh, yeah baby. you're teasing it. You're teasing it, I'm you guys. What do we do on this show? For those of you who are new subscribers, what we do is we find the most interesting car from all the automotive auction sites. We have a conversation about that car. We tell you all about it, what's good, what's bad. And then we make a prediction as to what's going to happen with that car's auction. We make that prediction and then we reconcile that prediction at the end of the show with what actually happens. We have a future machine. So when we record this show, it's before the auction ends. We'll go at the end of the show. We'll show you. We record the end of the show after the auction ends. We put those two things together. So we are not, uh, you know, look, we will put our money where our mouth is. Maybe not our money where our mouth is. We'll actually, uh, we'll at least admit when we're wrong, which is all the time we're always wrong so don't take our advice uh so all right let's get to the most interesting car of the day but before we do we want to give a shout out to our good friends at godden porsche of las vegas and godden classic they are a classic dealer right here in las vegas if you are looking for a classic porsche or a new porsche give steve a call over there they always have amazing classics in stock and you can kind of save yourself the hassle from all these auctions because sometimes auctions are kind of a pain in the butt right deep Sometimes you don't know what you're going to get, but if you're working with Godin, you will know exactly what you're going to get. And that's that the difference. true. All right. Well, today's car is a little bit of a, you know, I mean, speaking of not getting what the... Not so, knowing what you get. Not knowing what you get. This is the kind of car that, uh, I don't know, the cover doesn't, the, the cover of the book does not necessarily tell you the whole story. What are we talking about, yeah. today, Michael Deep? All right, John, on paper, what we're looking at is a 1987 Porsche 911 Carrera. 87s have a G50 transmission. But what you get is this beautiful Cassis, original Cassis car with a steel-bodied slant-nose conversion. That's right. They bought the factory parts, and they took the car to, uh, I can't remember the name of it, Alan Johnson Racing uh, a few years ago and built this stunning Cassis slant nose. And what's cool is, you know, I know and I've heard of the idea that they've done slant nose on standard Carreras, but I've never seen one in person. Almost every slant nose I've ever seen has actually been a turbo, but this one is particularly cool. It's also adorned with these like really slick um, three-piece wheels that kind of look like they're evocative of the BBS alloy racing wheels from the era. Our car has just 40,000 original miles, and it's for sale by a dealer in Miami, Florida. Uh, car was originally equipped with the limited slip differential, the Cassis red, uh, the Cassis um, metallic paint, and then the burgundy interior. Again, it's a G50 car with a sunroof and AC. It's a, you know, it's essentially a standard, uh, regular Carrera-bodied uh, 911 from that era. But the wide body on the Cassis, the boxed uh, rockers, and the slant nose. JP, I'm telling you, this thing just kind of gets me going. I don't know why. Um, the low miles really help, and the, the condition of the car looks to be really, really nice. I will say, John, um, that as they brought this car to P-Car Market, a couple things I want to bring up. One, this car has been for sale in Hemmings Auto News for in their classifieds for a couple of months. 
I sort of, you know, liked the car and was just sort of watching it. I can't remember the number, but I do believe they were asking a price of just over $100,000 for it. Um, the other interesting thing is that they didn't take out those beige, ugly floor mats from the front compartment of the car. Um, and they didn't even take new pictures to bring the car to P-Car Market. In other words, they ran it in the classifieds and then ran it on this auction platform with the same photos. I think that's a swing and a miss. Um, if you didn't sell the car, why are you going to try and market it with the same assets? Um, and so it'll be interesting to see. I, I, it's not that P-Car is the wrong place for this car, but I feel like the car is already stale because it's been in the classifieds uh, and, and is still actually up now with no no price because the car is listed on the auction price. So I'm really curious to see what this car does. I have a sneaky suspicion that this thing is going to wind up in the deal tank um, for an exorbitant amount of money. Um, but I'm curious because this is a car I would drive. Uh, if I thought I could rip this thing for $78,000 or $85,000, I would. I would love to put my black wheels on this car uh, and just drive it. A G50 with 40,000 miles, I think it'd be a lot, a lot of fun. And it's a head turner. I'm sure this car is so eye-catching in this color. I think it'd be really fun to show up on one of the professor runs uh, in Southern California to go do the crest in the Cassis slant nose. I think it would, um, yeah, I think you get a lot of thumbs up in a car like this. Uh, I don't know about it from an investment standpoint, but um, I think you could, you know, for the money, I think it'd be a lot of fun if it's right in or just under, if it could be had for just under a hundred thousand. I think there's a lot of value there when you consider the gearbox and the miles. So JP, I send it back to you. Yay or nay on a Cassis slant nose Carrera non-turbo. Um, it, it, they're probably going to ask investor money, but it's certainly, you know, find me a turbo slant nose with 11,000 miles for under $200,000. I'll save you the trip. You can't. I, I promise you, if you have a factory M505 car with 11,000 miles and a turbocharger from any era, it'll be way over $200,000. So this car should still be a fantastic value, even if it's right at hundred grand. And I think that's part of what makes it so interesting. The other part is I love Cassis, and I bet you do too. So I'll send it to you, JP. What do you think? You mentioned that the conversion was done recently. Do we know? I don't know about recently, but it was done by Alan Johnson Racing. You talk, and I'll look for the uh, the date. Because okay, I mean, it's just this. It, it, I mean, most of these slant nose cars were done back in the you know '90s when when that was yeah. a popular thing, and then the slant nose kind of went out of style. No one wants a slant no, for the longest time. No one wanted a slant nose, and I think it's right. odd that you mentioned that most of the slant noses that you've seen have been turbo. And I, I from the factory certainly, but most of the slant noses that I see wind up being non-turbos. They're usually people wow. that took older, you know, mid-year cars and made them wide bodies and stuff. I owned, do you remember my Marlboro yeah, the Targa. car? The Targa. Yeah. That thing was so badass. Um, but, you know, that was just a regular 78 SD, I want to say, with a wide body, you know, kit on it. It wasn't even that great a kit. So cool. Um, I mean, it was steel body and everything like that. But, yeah, I love slant noses. I, I love the cheese graters. I love the the box rockers. I love all the eighties that this car evokes. That was the style back then. That was such a big deal. Miami vice. I mean, this car's in Florida, so it's definitely in the right place. The Cassis red. I, I, I love that it exists. It's not necessarily a color that I would ever choose, but I, I could rock it. I mean, honestly, I'm kind of a little over it right now because Matt Farrow won't shut the F up about it because he has his uh, new Boxster in this color. Or uh, what's the modern version of this color? I don't know if it's Cassis. It's like a different. Yeah, they, they, they did it. They, 
they did a color like this on the Tycon that was reintroduced. It's like raspberry metallic or strawberry metallic or something. And I just, I, it, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I, I, I like the original version of this and I like seeing it with the G, the G body accordion bumpers. That to mm-hmm. me is cool. I, I, you may remember JP. I walked to school every day um, for like eight years and there was a dentist who parked in my neighborhood. So nobody would mess with his car. And he had his Always vanity plate was was bite fixer but it was a cassis burgundy interior cabriolet and on a summer day he just leave the car parked at the top down and i walked by a car that that was this paint for years and it was sort of the color car that made me fall in love with air-cooled 911s like the g-body to me this is sort of iconic to the g-body um you know shape so i just i really love this color i the gold wheels i they're cool but i just think that i own a set of wheels that would fit this car so perfect um, this would help me scratch my wide body itch without having to spend 150 grand. I, man, I'm telling you, this car, this car has me interested, John. I'm, I'm tempted. I'm tempted. Look at my fingers getting ready to bid. It's a pretty one. Our friend, uh, Mikey Patrickwin has what? a Targa. What? Uh, Did he get it? Has he taken it's, delivery? It's, you know, I mean, <laughs> why you got to bust, why you got to bust balls here? Why don't you, you know, he's got a target. Because I want him to Cassis drive it to Red, my house. 911, the, this, the exact same color with it. Because he's over the burgundy. I love the burgundy interior on this. Usually I don't like interiors that are all one color. I usually like to have them broken up uh, yeah. with like a black dash and black steering wheel. This one's all Cassis and I don't care. It's awesome. I would definitely get rid of those uh, floor mats. I agree with you, Michael Deeb, that it's a bit of an unforced error um, bringing this car to market with the same batch of photos. They're not even very yeah. good photos in the first place. Right. If they were like awesome photos, it'd be a different story because I, do you think, yeah, how many, what percentage of people, you said this was on the Hemmings auction, correct? Yeah. 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 You know, like that is just not a place I ever check. I just feel like Hemmings is for people who are looking for a Model T hot rod or, you know, a Chevy fill in the blank classic or something like that. I I know that Porsches pop up there occasionally, but it's just not, it's just not a a website that I would ever put on my list of things to check. So let me give you, let me give you some numbers, JP. Okay. Prior to, Prior to the proliferation of Bring a Trailer, which let's say it happened four or five years ago, it really took off, right? It's like that 240Z happened in 2019 or 2018, and then everybody was talking about Bring a Trailer. Prior to that, there was always at any given time between like 1,100 and 1,500 Porsches for sale. And most of those cars are older cars. Like you're talking like, you know, seven or 800 air-cooled cars, a ton of 356s and a ton of early like G-Body 911s transact on Hemmings prior to Bring a Trailer. Since Bring a Trailer, it's cut that number in half. Now you get between like 650 and 800 Porsches at any given moment on on Hemmings. And I don't know if they're transacting nearly as much as they did. Clearly, Bring a Trailer is where you go to sell a Porsche of this era. Yeah, I Um, mean, saying saying that Hemmings used to sell a lot of Porsches, I mean, that when dinosaurs roamed the earth before, I mean, you say before bring a trailer that was, what are you talking about? That was like the eight is like, yeah, well before the internet, 
you know, Hemmings used to sell a lot of Porsches. They were the place to go. Um, well, yeah, duh. A lot of things did better when there was no internet. You know, I mean, yeah, there's no I have Sears a, I have or a Penny around either. I, I have a witty <laughs> response for you. Let me write this note down and put on a pigeon and send it to Vegas. So right. There you go. Very nice. <laughs> no, I, Hemmings is just, it's, it's old. It's antiquated. Their, their user interface on the website is awful. Uh, it's just a trash website. I mean, it's just absolutely piece of junk. So, Pleated market. Pants. What's that? Pleated pants. Lots of pleated pants. Very good. So yeah, this car. So it, I guess you could say that the photos aren't necessarily burned because who saw them over there anyway? It's like, <laughs> you know, they may as well be new photos because well, no, that's my whole point. Yeah. You went yeah. there, you saw it, you noticed you've been looking for a, a wide body for a while and you do a right. good job doing the research. So yeah, but I, I do, I, again, I'm with you though. It's an unforced error to bring the car to market with the same batch of photos, especially since they aren't very good. Now, if on the other hand on Hemmings, they had a batch of beautiful photos that they shot yeah. that were just awesome. And, you know, they are unrealized photos because no one saw them bringing them over here would make sense. But come on, guys, this is a hundred thousand dollar plus car. You think that that's what it's going to bring? Make it look like it. Why are you taking snapshots of the phone? This is, car- this is crap. <laughs> All right. Slant nose 911s. I know what mine sold for not that long ago, and it wasn't anywhere near a hundred thousand dollars, but at the same yeah. time, it wasn't nearly as nice as this one. Mine was actually pretty beat up. Uh, what's this car going to sell for, Michael? What, what do you think? So what is this going to sell for? And what do I think is going to happen at the end of this, this auction on P car market are really two different numbers, John. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Good car point. doesn't close. Car doesn't close for a couple of days. It's only sitting at $19,500 on just 10 bids on P car market. I think that this car is going to get to maybe 85,000. It wouldn't surprise me if it stalled out at 78, but I'm just going to say that, you know, if you're just looking at it as a, as a Carrera, I don't even still it'd be a hundred thousand dollars if it was uh, just a 40,000 mile Carrera. But, the, but I actually think in this case, the slant nose, you, you, instead of having a broad appeal for a, a G body Carrera, you narrow the appeal to the few people that like slant noses that would take a slant nose. It's not a turbo. And that would take a slant nose in a very polarizing uh, color like Cassis. So I think because you narrow the field so much, that this car is just going to drop down to like $85,000. And I think that's sort of where it's going to stall out. I think it's going to fail to sell at that number and wind up in the deal tank for $120,000 or more. So I'm giving you two takes, but the number I'm sending you home with, John, is $85,000. But I just want to go on record as saying I think it fails to sell uh, anywhere under hundred grand unless the consigner pulls the reserve for some reason. They decide to offload it, which is why I kind of want to watch because – if this car could be had for seventy-eight to eighty-five thousand dollars, I would take it. I would, I would drive that burgundy interior for that, and I'd put my wheels on it, put my exhaust on it, and just have a blast with this thing. Um, I think it'd be, it'd be a fun car to go to events in because I just think it would get a shit ton of attention. So, JP, eighty-five grand to you, but a fail to sell. I'm on record as that. Um, look, I think your take is right on, man. I th- this car would be worth so much more if it were stock. I mean, and. It, yeah. it looks like it was a quality build. And that's why I asked early on is like, when did you say this was done? I think like if you're there's watching, no show, there's, there's no way this was a recent, no. uh, this, especially noticing that, that, that plate on the dashboard, it's got that yeah. gold, uh, that brass gold plate fashion. that says the coach works. This had to have been done in the eighties or nineties. There's no yeah. way this is a recent build. Uh, no one would do this 
recently. I mean, in the last, no one would convert You'd hurt the value of the car. Yeah. Unless you had something, I mean, look, all the conversions in the last 10 years, uh, if you had a 911 that you wanted to cut up, you were making it an RWB or something. You know, you weren't making it a slant nose. Nobody's going to go through the cost. And the cost of coach work like this is so expensive now. Getting paint and all that stuff is just through the roof. It would cost you, like, let's say you had an 87 911 with 40,000 miles on it and you wanted to make it a slant nose, uh, wide body. How much do you think that would cost to do, Deeb? That would be at least probably a hundred thousand dollars to do that with paint and body work and all that kind of stuff. And there's no way you're getting $200,000 uh, for a car like this. Not a chance. Legit 40 grand. I mean, it would be legit. 40 grand. I, I, don't, hours I, I don't think, I don't think there's, are you kidding? $40,000. Yeah. Who's going to do this kind of paint work and body work on, yeah. I mean, is this more or less work than say restoring a 356? Or, yeah. you know, or, or what, uh, what singer does with nine elevens or any of the guys that we know that yeah. are, rest- you know, like uh flying Hawaiian, he, he's a good, inter- he's kind of good in between that, right? He makes wide body nine yeah. elevens out of narrow body ones. And, you know, but all his cars are a couple hundred thousand dollars. It would cost you way more than $40,000 to put a wide body kit with proper paint and all the other bits in today's market. And, and you'd have to wait probably three years to have it done. There's just no yeah. one doing this kind of work these days. But okay, maybe I'm I think I should buy this car. I'm really you're getting me so ethered up because like you couldn't replicate it again. I mean, if it, it goes right. if it goes yeah. for a realistic price, but I think the yeah. problem is that you're right. I think whoever owns it thinks it's worth way more. I think PCAR market doesn't care, so they're like, yeah, 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 just list it, whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pat the guy on the butt. I think you're right. The person thinks it's worth 120 grand, uh, and it's not. Um, the an 87 911 with 40,000 miles brings what do you think like just like the stock one the same colorway oh uh, 100 grand 100 grand oh more more than 100. 100 okay more absolutely because a cassis g, a g50 with 40,000 miles well over 100 grand yeah hundred nineteen thousand dollars. Okay. Right. Right. i don't know if i necessarily agree with that i think that they're a I little do. softer than that but but i'm not gonna make that big an argument with it um the slant nose wide body kit definitely hurts the value but does it or let me rephrase that. It doesn't bring any extra value, right? No. So no. does it bring and more? Does it make the, is it a zero net gain or is it something that hurts the value? And you're saying that this car, uh, that if it were stock in the same condition, otherwise it'd be worth a buck 20 and then your, your bid is 85. So you're saying it's worth a solid 35,000 or $30,000 less than what it would if it were stock, oh, what am I saying? But I don't think yeah. I don't think it'll necessarily uh-huh. transact at that price. So so that's the hard part. I just think that that by doing this, you've you've narrowed the appeal. So there's only like one or two people willing to bid, and I just don't think you're going to find that guy that'll pay the retail price on P car market in January. So so well, I think no, it's going to no, no, no. stall hold on, it. Hold on a second. Hold on. I, I hear yeah. all that. You said that right. Yeah. So I'm I'm yeah. pushing you on this one a little bit. Is it worth if I still think the car's worth a hundred grand. You still think the word the car is worth a hundred thousand bucks? Then why so. wouldn't then why won't it bring? Then why do you say eighty five as the? Why do you think it'll stall out at eighty five? Because it's just too narrow appeal, and I don't think P car market's going to have the audience for it. So you think if it were on this a car should have been on bring a trailer. If it were on bring a trailer, you think it would get to a hundred? Yeah, I you do. do. Okay, all right. Yeah. Uh, I'm yeah. I'm gonna look. I think your bid is right, but I don't think it's worth 
a hundred. There's no way this car is worth a hundred. I think it's worth right what you're saying. Um, yeah. I think that the that this does hurt the value significantly. It's not yeah. equal to a stock one. Certainly doesn't add value. Um, yeah. So, but you know, uh, so gosh, where do I go? I'm gonna put one tick above you um, because oh, I think you're 85. Wow. That was the number that I had in my head. I was wow. gonna go. It's 85. Um, and oh. you pick my number, so I'm going to go 86, and I, I agree with you. It's going to fail to sell because it's peak our market. If it were on BAT, though, I don't think okay. it would really bring anything more. I don't think this is a peak our market really? problem. I think uh, that's a this car problem. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I hope that when we come back from break after our word from sponsor, mm-hmm. that I am reporting to you from the deal tank where I am negotiating with the seller of this car and that I am buying it. That would be that Would, would you be buy it for 100 grand? I don't know about a hundred, but see, here's the thing. I've got, I've got two wide bodies that I've got earmarked at 110 and $135,000 respectively. Mm. Uh, but they're not G50 cars, but they're factory M491s. But if this car were significantly under a hundred thousand, if it was 85 or 86, if it could be had for that number, um, then yeah, why not save myself $25,000 and have a car that's arguably a little bit cooler. You know what I mean? Like, this definitely has a lot more street appeal, right? I mean, oh, the, yeah. I, I like I said, I like slant a cartoon character. This car, yeah. you roll up, you're going to get a lot more attention than a stock 911. So much sure. personality. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, yeah. you know, it's funny. 911s to me are not exotic looking. This car looks like an exotic car to me. It, For it's sure. very Miami. It's really cool. I hope you get this car, Michael Deeb. I hope you bid on it. I hope you wind up uh, finding a way to make it happen. I'd love to take a ride in this While While we go talk to our sponsor, I'm going to go talk to my wife. (laughs) (laughs) Good luck with that. Hey, guys, I got to tell you about our friends, God and Porsche of Las Vegas and God and Classic. If you're looking for a new Porsche or a Classic, you've got to call our friend Steve at God and this guy. 1989 linen gray metallic G50 cab. Is that going to be for sale? is going to be for sale. Uh, the car only has 65,000 miles. Save yourself the hassle of screwing around with all the auctions like we always talk about and just talk to Steve. He'll find you the classic Porsche you're looking for. Gotten Porsche of Las Vegas. All right. Welcome back, you guys. Thanks for hanging out. Are you excited about this slant nose? I'm pretty excited about this slant nose. Michael Deeb, what happened with this auction? I see you. You're scooching around in your seat a little bit. What, Yahtzee, I, well, I baby. Oh, Yahtzee, Yahtzee. He Yahtzee. calls it right. Check it oh, out. There's a motherfucking gosh. genius on the set. Oh, man. Yeah. I love it when we're right. I love it when we're right. You were right there, too, JP. You said 86000 I said 85000 Our car sold on P-Car Market for $85,000 on 40 bids. Put an asterisk next to my initial, JP. I won that one. Um, here's the thing, though. I, I, you know, I said that I thought this car would would land at 85,000, but I honestly didn't think it would sell for that because I remember this car being in the classifieds for over a hundred grand. And I also promised our audience that if it landed 85 grand, it was going to sell for that. I'd be in the mix. I was not in the mix and I should have bought this car for 85 grand. John, I, this is the most disappointing Yahtzee of all time because I honestly, I would have loved to own this car for $85,000. I think this, the buyer is the big winner here. Not you and me. Um, I'm man, I'm just so surprised that this car tripped for so little money. It looks like it's in really nice condition. I know there's a little bit of weathering on the front, um, but I like everything about this car. And I, I, I cannot think of an air cooled 911 for under 100 grand that would get as much eyeball as this car would. And it's still a G50 Carrera with only 40,000 miles. 
I think it's a tremendous value, and I'm really happy for the buyer, uh, if not a little bit green with envy. So, uh, yeah, you and I were all over this one, John. I, I am a little bit surprised it sold for that. Maybe you're not as much as I am, but, uh, yeah, congratulations. Uh, that's a lot of car for the money in my in my book. A Cassis slant nose with 40,000 miles. Uh, I wish I bought it myself. Damn you. Anyway. Back to you, John. What do you think, man? That's a lot of pretty for the buck, for sure. Yeah, jeez. I, I don't know. Now, you are someone who has actually owned a wide-body, naturally aspirated 911. Um, right. You know, I, I'm going to go ahead and admit it as a, as a multiple, you know, having owned a bunch of 911s, been lucky enough to, to, you know, be able to drive all kinds of stuff. I prefer a naturally aspirated car. But... In the mm-hmm. wide body configuration, um, yeah. with naturally a naturally aspirated car, you got two problems. Uh, one, uh, with with a car like this that has all the eyeball, a car that looks the business, kind of like an RWB, right? Yeah. You got these big vents on the on the fenders. You got all <laughs> these. I mean, it's just you got the cheese yeah. graters. You get all this stuff going on, and yeah. it's just like. Uh, people are going to expect this car to perform at a certain level uh-huh. that it's just not going to be able to realize this car is going to be able to handle what, I mean, this is still going to be a great driving car, um, sure. but you've owned a wide body, naturally aspirated, a real uh, M four nine one for like yep. a better way to put it car. Um, and you sold it. And I've always kind of, I was thinking the reason why you sold that car was because you were like a little underwhelmed with the performance of it because it had all that extra stuff. But then you're like, Oh, I'm back in the market for another M four nine one (laughs) car. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I would take a a mid-year Carrera. Like I would, I'd be all over that. If I could, I got a Ford one to find one. That's, that's nice. Um, Yeah. The car is a little bit heavy. The car, I think has um, even more weight over the front end. So it, I think it plows more than even a standard uh, Carrera bodied 911. Um, but I, I just, I love the way they look and they still drive really, really well. What, what happened was I got out of my Carrera and then I've driven, you know, a variety of other cars, a 914. Um, I've driven a Mercedes 190. Uh, I recently when you bought say an driven, Alpha. you mean like cars that yeah, you like, own, not yeah, just driven. Yeah, 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 that I'm that I'm driving, and and now I realize, you know, maybe my Carrera didn't didn't hold a candle to my 964, and maybe my 964 didn't hold a candle to a GT3. But once you leave the Porsche brand or you go to any of these other lesser cars, nothing mm-hmm. else is a Porsche, and so even a heavy wide body naturally aspirated Carrera I su- you suddenly long for that you, it's like you don't realize what you have until it's gone kind of thing so uh yeah a lot of sellers remorse over here on uh from the deep studio and uh I would love to go back and get another one and uh you know maybe do a teeny bit more with the suspension to just enhance it a little bit so that uh that front end will bite and it won't it won't sway so much but but not crazy I don't want to go crazy on the car I just I just want to drive one again and plus, would you would you, you know, consider John, getting got, a turbo? I no, but I've got I've got 
you know, I've got wheels and an exhaust and, you know, I've got stuff lying around that'll all go on that car. So yeah. it just makes sense to buy another one and I can put all my toys, my, uh, you know, pieces back, Your bits back on, on that there. car. Yeah. yeah. Bits. Yeah. So what I'm ready you, to rock. What do you guys out there think? What do you think of this price? Do you think this car was stolen? Uh, is this <laughs> indicative of a market correction? We talk about that kind of stuff all the time. Um, or do you think it was just kind of an odd duck car that, uh, because it, it's not a real deal slant nose that this is something that just uh, was, was, was a great opportunity to get for that big bling for the buck. What do you got to say D before we go I, away? I have a question for the audience uh, and let us know in the comments. Do you, do you guys think this car would have brought more money on bring a trailer? Yeah, that's a very good question out there. I don't know. The comments have been pretty good. We're getting a lot of yeah. people saying some cool stuff. Getting, I mean, there's been some really good takes uh, on the comments below. So please uh, yeah. hang out with us and, uh, Tell us what you think down below, and uh, I really do love watching your guys' bids. That is a lot of fun. Deep, do you not love the the nerd herd out there? It, uh, yeah, the nerd I herd's mean, getting bigger. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, we love you. And then hopefully, like, this is a car I should have bought, John, because we could do this car at um, recently announced Luft in the Bay Area, in my backyard. So the whole herd is welcome to come to the Bay Area. Maybe we'll organize a, a Friday drive or something. Uh, if, if people come to town, we could do a bid nerds professor slash run or something if you guys are into yeah, it. So professor let's, run let's, sponsored by bid nerds and the Rama yeah, show. There let's, we go. let's develop let's develop that whole thing uh, i've already reached out to yuri we'll reach out to ben the professor and uh and then if the herd is going to come to luft and going to be in my backyard let us know we'll organize something so we can get out there and hang out we need to do like a bid nerds rami show party at your restaurant I don't know if there's gonna be enough room, but we'll just figure it out anyway, right? We'll just well, park we can, Porsches we can. all over the park, all over the sidewalk, and everything. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, love it. All yeah, right, guys, stay tuned for a Luft Nine Bid Nerds and Rami Show Wing Ding at uh, the Knob Hill Cafe. That'll be the place to be at some yeah. point during Luft Cult. There's, yeah. there, it's a two day thing now, so it's, it's gonna be yeah, hard to plan, like but we'll figure it out. Eighty days from now or something. So let's go. Let's make it. Let's make it happen. All right, we'll see you guys tomorrow with the most interesting car of the day. Thanks, God and Porsche, and thanks, The Rami Show. Bye. Get those words!